What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show, a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and this week I am joined by the Sub-Zero hero, Kenny Castro. Oh, is that me? What's up, guys? Hi. What's up? That's you. You got it. <laughs> and the not-so-phantom producer, he is with us on camera today, Tyler Hadley. Again, two weeks in a row. Can you believe it? Two, two weeks in a row. Our friend Anthony... The other member of the crew is out sick. We hope he's better. Hope he doesn't have COVID. And good luck with everything. Um, so yeah, we got some games to talk about. I got my gaming PC up and running thanks to Tyler. So I've got a whole new world of Look at that. stuff to explore. A whole new world. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's I'm actually quite impressed with how good it is. So thank you, Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, hopefully it, it holds up for you. Actually, you were talking about your viruses before with the game that you've been playing. I'll get you. Uh -huh. hooked up. Um, I can get you hooked up with uh, some Norin antivirus too. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, oh. I have been playing some Hypnospace Outlaw, which we're gonna get to in a little bit. But Kenny, what's going on with you? Not much, man. Not much. You know, um, the day's just been one of those long days, man. Work and then just. I feel like most of the time I try not to have nonsense on the side going on, but of course, you know, um, I don't shy away from it. You guys know I'm an, I'm an intense person. I have a strong personality, so that kind of rubs off on some people the wrong way. But when dealing with a little stuff about that, that's no. Yep. yep, I know from experience, you don't want to get on the wrong side of Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Usually ends, uh, I guess... You're better in the in the end, but while the while the going's rough, it's tough. <laughs> it's it's and it's a I say it, you know, it's definitely a flaw of mine. I I acknowledge it. That's at least I try to say that I can I acknowledge even when I'm wrong, you know, um, yep, when I'm I, too intense, that's sure. you know, and I'm I'm and I actually think even me, with me and you, I think that sometimes some of those things helps people to be better. I feel like me and you communicate a lot better after some of my strong moments yep definitely we had we've you know we're great friends but there are times where we will butt heads and uh, i think we're we're always better for it afterwards because we we both have the ability to sort of talk it out so yeah so um, i i at least appreciate that i got you for that because the other counterpart in this situation this time around they 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 can't seem to see their their wrongs as much as i see mine mm, that can be frustrating well Hope they come around and that your day eases up. Uh, I've had a pretty busy day myself. Like I said, I had my first dentist appointment, and I'm embarrassed to say four years earlier today. Um, hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, better better nope, late nope. than never. No cavities, but I did have substantial buildup, so I got the you got to floss. You're an adult. It's time to start <laughs> taking it seriously. Talk. <laughs> Oh. And I actually, they weren't even able to finish up because my gums were bleeding too much. Um, mm. So I, mm. I got to go back next week to finish up. And from now on, I'm going to be a good boy and do what they say. Do the three steps, the washing, the flossing, the brushing, and keep these looking white for <laughs> as many years as I can. Every, every, every nice. six months, man. I know. That's what I did when I had my parents arrange those appointments. But since then... <laughs> Listen, you don't you don't see me calling you out on it, Wiley, because I am in that boat, man. Yeah, well, I haven't been in a while. If you got you got a job with insurance, I'd recommend just making the taking the time because I I definitely feel like I was a good responsible thing to do. Speaking of responsible things, I voted today, brought my ballot down to town hall, made it official. I encourage everybody's listening to do it too, do it early. You know that uh, there's all types of new talk about whether or not all the ballots are going to be counted on time. Post office has been hindered in certain ways. So get out there and vote. Yeah, go and vote. Me and uh, Caitlin mailed ours in, and you can check online whether or not they received your ballot, and ours have already been received. So that's great. I Talking believe that's... That, I got to uh, go help my grandmother. She got her mail-in ballot, and she only speaks Spanish, so she's confused. Gotcha, gotcha. I think that uh, website is trackmyballot.com, Tyler. <clears throat> I think so, yeah. Yeah, so if you have any concerns, you can utilize that resource as well. 
Um, Tyler, anything going on with you this week you want to talk about before we jump into the games? Mm, not a whole lot. It's been pretty busy this week so far. I'm really just looking forward to the weekend. I'm looking forward to Oktoberfest at Munich House. <laughs> oh, yeah? So you got a couple other folks to go with you? Mm, yep, I did. Cool. Glad to hear it. Yep. It's going to be a weird was... party. Nice. I, I hope that they have, like good dishes and it's not just a giant plate of meat i don't know if you've been before but mm. like i've I've never been to their oktoberfest thing i mean it sounds like what they're doing this year is a little different than what they've done in previous years so i'm not really sure what exactly it's going to be gotcha well it's a good restaurant i really hope they you know they've been around in the springfield area for a long time it's student prince right <clears throat> no no munich house. No, munich house oh okay it's munich house well Regardless, restaurants certainly are, are needing of people's support as well. And hit up your favorite takeout spot if you haven't been in a while, because most of them are struggling. And, you know, they say one in five aren't going to survive the pandemic and everything like that. So don't feel guilty. Spend that 20 bucks. Get the extra guacamole. All the things like that. Okay, so the majority of us this week have been uh, focused on not a new game, but a new update to a game. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima got a 1.1 multiplayer update, which introduced a survival mode and nine story missions. The story missions are completed by two players, the survival uh, parties of four. And uh, you guys in particular have really been grinding it out. I know Tyler might be, ha might be having some Ghost of Tsushima Legends related content up on the site at a later time. Um, you also can check out Kenny and I's first look of the game. If you want to see our first thoughts and experiences, the video is up on the channel. But uh, Tyler, why don't you start us off? You, uh, as, as did I, were big fans of the Ghost of Tsushima campaign. How has the Legends update been treating you? <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm loving it so far. Um, I mean, there's a couple little qualms I have with it. But yeah, I mean, that's... I've just been grinding it. Um, it's been really cool playing playing with you guys. Um, it is kind of nice having the the options of the stories being kind of two player and then the survivals being four player, um, so that when only one of you are online, we can just kind of like jump into those stories pretty quickly. Um, mm -hmm. And the stories are taking about like twenty to 25 minutes maybe i would say maybe even less sounds about right yeah about 15 i would say you on to 15 to 25 <clears throat> right um so those are easy to eat pretty easy, easy to go through and now we've kind of started doing some of the gold missions for for those um and then the survival modes are are cool and it, it's definitely a lot better when you are in a party with people and you are using voice chat and you can communicate and say hey i'm gonna go to this point while well, you guys take care of this one um absolutely yeah i think that it's really almost essential if you really want to succeed to play this game with friends you could perhaps get lucky and be matched with another party like you know a few folks have been our fourth have been fortunate enough to play with us <laughs> <laughs> but uh there's definitely a level of communication that's needed in, in terms of knowing where to go so what the survival mode is, which I think will take up the majority of people's times that really get into it, is it's just a, a horde mode in the bronze. You've got 15 rounds to survive, silver 20, gold 25. Um, each difficulty is significantly tougher than the one before. As you are completing these missions, you are getting loot to get your gear score up as well as to uh, unlock new abilities. Um, and I, I guess I should say they're, they're temporary buffs rather than... Well, you, you do unlock abilities as well. There is a traditional character tree, which you'll unlock after, I don't know, six, seven hours per class. There's four classes, uh, the samurai, the hunter, the ronin, and the assassin. Mm -hmm. And uh, which of these has been your favorite so far uh, and why? Kenny, why don't you start? So, I, like I was telling you guys, my favorite so far has been the ronin. Oh. Okay, because you like being clutch with the heels. Like, yeah, but, and it reminds me, it gives me that, like, old feeling that like, almost reminds me, like, um, when I used to be a paladin in WoW, because mm -hmm. I could, I could, you know, I like to spec my Ronin as the one where he does the fire damage whenever I use the Breath of Izanami. Um, I like calling out the dog, so I like having a hybrid, somewhat DPS, somewhat healer. 
um, so I could revive people, but I'm not really doing any healing on the spot when you guys need it. That's when when we run the double Ronin set. I like doing that. Um, but I don't mind being a, a full-on heal Ronin. It's not bad. You know, like coming in, like you said, clutch with the heals, clutch with the revives. Um, <clears throat> but the Ronin just, it gives me that versatility that I could get into the thick of things. I'm pretty good with just dodging and rolling and staying alive. So I could stay alive, try to build up my resolve to, to revive somebody if somebody's dead somewhere else. And I'm pretty good with with just being um, aware of everybody else's health. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when somebody's about to down or I know how to keep my revive for certain moments or not use it yet, use it here. Kind of sometimes having an internal clock of like, okay, Tyler just went down. Another person might go down in like two seconds. Tyler has 35 seconds before he actually wipes completely. So I could wait it out for a couple seconds and revive both at the same time. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, very well put as far as the role that you play as a Ronin. Uh, Tyler, I know he specializes as the hunter, getting all these headshots and easily easily having the highest kill counts after the nope. uh, survival <laughs> missions that we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I feel like the hunter and the samurai probably are the ones that are like the most DPS oriented. Um, I have been playing a little bit with the assassin and started to rank that one up a little bit. Um, I still haven't totally figured out like kind of what the best play style for the assassin is um because like they're so each class has like an alternative like ranged weapon i believe um so like the hunter has a longbow the assassin has the the blowgun um i'm not sure what the samurai and the I, have, I haven't got one as a samurai i i've just had been getting straight bows that's been the class that i've been maining it's actually the only one i've been playing i've got him pretty far up Maybe I'm uh, wrong. Maybe what? maybe all classes don't have like an an alternate ranged weapon. Yeah, I guess we'll find out the more we play because mm-hmm. we'll definitely be jumping into it a bit more. Um, so let's stick on the survival aspect of it for just a little bit more. Then we'll jump into the single player. I do think that the game plays incredibly smoothly. It's this the frame rate's just as good, if not better, than it was when it launched in the campaign. And haven't experienced any technical issues like that except for the annoying error message which we believe is is more on the PSN front than the Ghost of Tsushima front like every 15 minutes or so I'll get a weird error screen I just hit okay and it goes away it can kind of interrupt gameplay at inopportune times which has been frustrating but um I think that I think that that might be lacking a little bit in terms of enemy variety um in in the long term i I think that maybe this is something that the raid will address which is coming out in the coming weeks but i feel like since it is drawing on this japanese mythology unlike the main game which tried to stay pretty rooted in reality that they could go a little bit more bombastic as far as the the bosses go like they're they all feel like mini bosses there there isn't like okay we're going against you know the demon of water this level or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that like you really gotta you know all focus your dps on one character just sort of more destiny-esque type end bosses to to round out these encounters i think would would be beneficial um and i think that the survival modes are a little bit long uh like they're 45 minutes or so the gold one, I'm assuming, since it's 25, is probably an hour to an hour and a half, and it's it's a it's a commitment. <laughs> it's it's surely a commitment. There's no pausing, of course. So you know, make sure that you've gone to the bathroom before, especially if you're drinking beers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering if if there's anything that you think could be improved in the survival mode. Um, I mean, other than possibilities of them being shorter i mean it's it's been pretty pretty nice um i mean they put around like the maps uh, tons of different like grappling hook like grapple hooks so you are able to kind of like quickly get from point to point whenever you need to um so mm-hmm. that, that's been nice um i mean off the top of my head i can't think of much else that i would really really change yeah, I, I don't want to say, like, I'm just trying to find ways where it could improve, perhaps. I'm I'm definitely very positive on it, and I think that it exceeded all of our expectations <clears throat> as far as 
the amount of time that we put into it in week one, mm-hmm. as well as the the potential it has, the kind of how it just feels natural. Like it doesn't feel tacked on. Like I was telling Kenny when we were first playing, this doesn't feel half-assed, and it's just a it's a great free update. So absolutely no complaints. Yeah, I mean in the I mean I'm sure there's things like quality of life type things with the legends mode in general that I think who knows if they'll add them or not. I mean, I was thinking mm-hmm. like as you're like loading into or like as you're matchmaking, it'd be nice to be able to see kind of who the people you're matching up with, what classes they chose. So like kind of going into like a, a pre-lobby before actually just like jumping into a game so that you can kind of like switch your class if you want to. So maybe like you're going into a surv- survival, but no one selected a Ronin. Um, like, mm-hmm. like, like give somebody the opportunity to switch to a Ronin in order to provide the the healing, things like that. Um, that would be nice. That would be like good quality of life, like um, just fixing. Um, yeah, I was gonna, and... I, I was gonna say sorry, to, don't mean to cut you off. I know that Tyler no, no. mentioned about the like the legendary bowls. I actually saw a clip on the Ghost of Tsushima Reddit. Like it was a legendary bowl a guy was using in a clip he made. That the arrows ricochet off to anim- other enemies. That sounds so, very, very tough. That sounds yeah. So like some, <laughs> so some of the things that you can find from the grinding, it sounds wild. Like there's master katanas that you can find that are just insane, insanely good. It definitely mm, has yeah. that carrot on a stick type of feel that I know Tyler has fallen hard for <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's taking me back to kind of like like destiny just like getting all the gear and specking it out and re-rolling all the modifications to it and everything and trying to mm-hmm. figure out like what what works best with uh what classes and everything like that um i mean i'm sure that'll take some time but but yeah i'm right. re- at this point i'm just kind of trying to get to like all right i want to get like the 105 gear <laughs> so, so i can like actually focus on building those out yeah, you guys. I was looking at the party because I, I still had the screen open. I played for you with for I don't know an hour and a half, but you guys were playing for four over four hours yesterday. So it's definitely got its hooks in you. And speak speaking of grinding for high level gear, there is a raid to come, and I'm wondering what you guys want to see from the raid, and what you expect from the raid. <laughs> Kenny, why don't you why don't you start? Tyler's been jabbering. Oh yeah, man! So so a couple of things I expect from the raid, like I was talking to Tyler, is the platforming. Remember when me and you did our first look, and I asked and I begged for no platforming. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, it's without a doubt there's gonna be platforming. Um, <clears throat> because we already experienced the platforming, me and Tyler while going through some of the story missions. So I can only imagine like how it's gonna be when it's four players out there, you know, four different attunements, gotta coordinate the jumps, you know, one person misses the jump, so then you gotta restart the beginning because then the platforms are not there. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I, I, The shrines, I believe that they were called in the single player campaign were, were the most platform heavy sections where you just sort of had an obstacle course that you had to get through and scale a mountain that I thought were impressively varied in how they were essentially the same thing 20 or 25 times however many there were so i think that uh the the developer of course sucker punch you know their bread and butter is or at least it used to be platforming back in the sly cooper days and there's certainly quite a lot of jumping around and infamous so i think that you're right on that there will be some difficult platforming sections um i'm hoping like i said before that there are some truly challenging bosses um with a big time you know final boss that you you gotta wipe 20 times and really coordinate with people and only baba mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean i think the interesting thing is that the raid that they're releasing is in three chapters so right i'm, I'm curious to see like how long like each chapter will actually be um i mean i'm sure like i'm expecting kind of just like a lot of uh, like strategy and puzzles that are going to require all four people to communicate and be kind of like like very active with each other, um, mm-hmm. as we've seen in like the the legends story mode so far. They have like those attunements. Like I'm sure there's going to be like different attunements that people are going to need to get, and then 
I mean, they've already kind of introduced a lot of different things in the in the Legends story, like with the the twin ties. How like you have to kill one, you have to kill both of yep. them, or else they'll get resurrected and, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, we'll probably be seeing a lot more of that in the raid. I'm guessing, um, maybe even having like four people tied together or something like that, and you have to take like all four of them out at once. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm just sorry. I'm reading this quote that from a Game Informer story from uh, Evan Fox, who's one of the lead designers. And I'll just read some of them here. This raid is designed to really test you in every single way. Uh, With great power comes great responsibility. We knew the moment that we said to our players, look, this requires everyone to be working together. That just means that it's more freedom for someone to mess up their friends. With the raid, we put everyone's life in your hands, in everyone's hands, so don't go in with somebody you don't trust. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So no pressure. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if it's going to, you know, the standard this generation, I, I know that there are many PC games that I'm unaware of that have been doing raids for a long time, but my introduction, and I think a lot of other folks, was Destiny. And those raids ranged from challenging to extremely challenging and could take anywhere from you know you could get really good at them and complete them in half an hour like i've seen some folks do but typically it was a more of a five to ten hour everybody trying to figure things out everybody getting frustrated um i i wonder the the part that it's in three chapters like is each one going to be maybe an hour hour and a half it's going to be interesting to see and I definitely think it'll make a great stream for once we finally are able to play it. For sure, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and that's that's really the reason why. Like, I'm one of the reasons why I'm really trying to grind right now because I want to make sure that come launch of the raid that I am able to actually play it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Now you guys have both completed the two-player story mode. I am about halfway through. I, I've been doing them each of them with either Kenny or Tyler. So. Um, no randoms for me, but uh, I would say that there, instead of a story mode, it's more like a side quest or tales mode because they don't seem to have a cohesive narrative. They're kind of just like, do they? It, it's kind of just like it, it's this... all it's all somewhat related to like the Onibaba, which mm-hmm. leads into the raid story. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's definitely certain pieces that they've kind of like pulled where they kind of like drift a little bit away from like that main story and i mean but i think it's all supposed to kind of like lead into the raid missions okay maybe i wasn't paying close enough attention but i felt the same way my bad um i felt like it was like their way to introduce like certain gameplay mechanics and certain different things um that we would encounter in like survival like with the people being linked together or the crows um, things like that, and also while everything, every every single mission has something like a little tie-in to the Onibaba. The Onibaba's being, you know, mentioned. Um, oh, this person did it because of the Onibaba, it's such and such, and it's all leading up to that. And it'd be interesting how I would like to see like little elements from each mission pop up in the in the raid. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It's it works as a tutorial, but it's certainly much more expansive than a tutorial. Like there, and and when you do replay the missions, each one has. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Just like the survival, a bronze, silver, and gold level. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so, and then a nightmare as well. Once you get there. Ooh, okay, yeah. And there's like weekly nightmare things, which is sort of just like the nightfalls in Destiny. I guess offer a reset once a week and mm-hmm. offer unique rewards. I'm assuming. So there's a lot there, and we've been talking about it for a good uh, 20-ish minutes. So you know, you can tell that we're really into it, and then it's nice to have three out of the four of us engaged on on one game. It doesn't doesn't happen all the time. So I'm sure you'll be hearing more about it next week when the raid comes. We'll be streaming it, so stay tuned for that. Anything we want to mention before we move on to another game? I think no. that's it. If you if you if you got Ghost and you haven't tried Les- Legends, try it out. Yep, and if you want to play with us, just hit us up in the Discord. We can certainly arrange that. Always welcoming welcoming to other folks that want to hop in. Shout out to um, Gino, Kenny's friend, helping us a couple nights. So 
yeah, let's move on. Hypnospace Outlaw. This game I got on Game Pass for PC now that I have one up and running. And if you don't know what it is, it is a 1999. So let's say it's the year 1999 and someone invented a way to surf the web while you sleep. So you, you hook the things up to your head and through the power of broadband and your dreams, you're sort of creating social media pages and chatting with people and uploading music. And it's, it's very sort of trippy and uh, nostalgic when you're browsing this virtual, it's more than even just, an, it's a virtual operating system. And, and you are a moderator for the co company that is putting on this server. So Hypnospace, you are flagging content and you get paid every time that you flag either a copyright violation, harassment, um, inappropriate uh, currency usage and stuff like that. And you're getting regular emails sent to you from headquarters assigning you new cases. And the way that you solve the cases is just by clicking this link, which brings you to that link and this link, this link. It's like I said in the Discord last night that it's essentially, imagine the internet in the late 90s and there's no search engines. Everything is just, you gotta click this to go down that rabbit hole. And it's, uh, you're doing everything from getting viruses installed on your operating system to, mm. you know, getting screensavers, uh, which are pretty fun to customize. Each time, like it's fun whenever you find a, a download link for somebody's music because the music is super varied and super. Some of it's really good, some of it's pure parody. But there's like a rock song by the Chowder Man, which is surprisingly catchy and good. And it's just it's very sort of Adult Swim in in terms of with its humor. But but and I mean that as as a positive. Which Adult Swim has its ups and downs. So does this. But I think that. They really nail the vibe that they're going for, the 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 different like profile pages for this like edge lord fifteen year old or this <laughs> eleven year old nerdy girl are just so on point to what you would see back in the early two thousands on MySpace. Yeah, and I think that uh, you know I don't know if I'm going to stick with it all the way if if it keeps I I do keep hitting a few roadblocks I've put maybe four or five hours in and. It, it takes a little bit too long to sort of give me the next case. Uh, but for now, I'm definitely still engaged and, and entertained. And I think that if you have a computer and you have Game Pass, play this. I don't recommend it if it's just on console because just it's such the experience of having the mouse and having it feel like you're really just surfing the web. And uh, it's made me appreciate having, having the PC as an option because the, the controller mouse keyboard scheme or the controller and mouse really feels like an essential part of it so so is there kind of like a like an end game to this like like is there a reason why you're like moderating this whole sleep browser system i don't know i, I there has you know at the beginning you choose your name i renamed my character the chosen one and to my surprise right at the beginning he's like hello the chosen one it has that sort of neat feature <laughs> where, you know, back in the day you would, or at least me, I would type something into the Mac and have it repeat it back to me and it would crack me and my sister up. Like how <laughs> yeah, to say yeah. like, so it's it, like the name, Microsoft Sam stuff. Uh, maybe I, I ha always had an, a Mac, so I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty neat that it actually says your name. Uh, you don't have, personality or anything like that the, per the, the person is you you don't um I, I think it would be neat if the story goes in a really sort of surprising direction and i have a feeling that it might once i progress further like but for now early on i've only done like four cases and now i'm at the point where it's like we're so overwhelmed we can't find you cases but just browse and uh flag the violations for yourself and we'll get back to you with more cases soon so just Hmm. explore essentially um so, so do you think it's on like a like a timer or like does something like do you think something triggers like when you get that next case i know you were saying it like takes a little while right yeah so i think maybe that's the case maybe it's like because 
there was new stuff once I turned the game off last night and opened up this morning. I had like three emails. So maybe it's timing based. Maybe it's, you know, if you click enough around enough, you'll eventually get something in your inbox. So I don't actually know. It's a good question. I, I don't know what the sort of trigger is for progress other than, of course, completing a case, which is pretty self-explanatory. But yeah, you guys got any other questions? Uh, I mean, it seems like what's, what's like the funniest, funniest thing you've come across so far? Well, the one that sticks out to me is the profile of Zane, who like has, was the 15 year old who writes comics and has mm -hmm. like a, a very slipknot sounding profile song. And um, I actually have a, do you have the, the stream up right now? Cause I'm on like a, a video. I'm not sure if this is Zane or not. Well, let's see. I, that's what happens if I click the stream. I think that is something that is Zane's artwork, and I think I flagged him for that for abusive con <laughs> abusive content. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so Zane, he's a little rebel, but like when I reported him, I was thinking, oh, he's going to be banned now. But they're like, ah, oh, he's just a kid having some fun. We'll give him a warning, and you know, you just continue to moderate monitor him. But other than that, just the bizarre music pages that you'll stumble on with like like Zazar, the mystical music of the desert or something like that and you can pay 11 cents or 11 whatever the currency is to download his music and his album's actually really good it's like six uh electronica type of um tracks and you you keep adding more and more songs to your library which is kind of fun. Like you start with nothing. And then as you're playing, I now have something like 30 to 40 different tunes I can choose from. And you play them in a little music player and it all functions like a real PC. And it's been a good time just sort of unlocking and having access to, to more music. Awesome. Uh, yeah, sounds cool. That definitely sounds different. So <clears throat> Yeah, it's definitely like nothing I've ever played before. So moving on from that, you guys been playing anything of note? I, I know you hadn't added it to the ad outline um, that you wanted to talk about here. No, not really. It's been all Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, before that came out, it was probably just a little bit of Hades here and there. But I feel like oh, we yeah, kind of have to like, talk to death about that. We have talked to Hades to death, but you're still playing it. Any more successful runs? Um, No, I don't think so. I think I, yeah, the two weapons that I still need to complete it with are the shield and the spear. Ah, so you did it with the gauntlets. I thought that was one of your uh, Achilles heels. I know. Me too. I am still just the shield and the bow completionist. Uh, and it's definitely one that I don't feel like I have put down. I've definitely just put to the side. I will be back there soon and, and back in there. And Kenny, same for you. Just all ghosts and I'm sure your usual Warzone shenanigans. Well, yeah, Warzone here and there. Actually, I'm more excited to play Warzone tonight because the big Halloween event starts today. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Did uh, you get it? It's called the Haunting of Verdansk. Verdansk. And do you know what the Halloween event's going to consist of? Yeah, they got um a couple things. So one of them is uh, Zombie Royale. So instead of being sent to the gulag, you'll be actually sent, you'll actually be turned into a zombie that you could then proceed with the, you know, these souped up zombie powers to chase after the people who are still alive in the match. Word. They totally ripped that off of, of Apex Legends, though. I think Apex Legends are like the same exact thing. Yep. So they got that going. They I think they dropped a leather face and a saw mask, like the jigsaw puppet mask um, skin. Um, they also yeah. drop some collectibles that you can find throughout the map, like the like you know melee weapon. You can find the cleaver somewhere in the map and and you know add it to your loadout after you find it the first time. All these things. So it's a nice little thirteen day event. I think they have a battle royale trick or trios they call it. I'm not sure what's special about that one, but I know that the special uh, the special mode is the zombie royale. Sounds like a solid uh, fun time. Yeah. And speaking of Call of Duty, did you get a chance at all to play the Beta? Black Ops? Yeah. 
No, I didn't check out the beta. Um, I haven't pre-ordered the game yet, so I didn't really get any get into any of the betas. Um, I missed it the first time when it was just open completely on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And um, this time around, I also missed the beta this time around. But I did see a couple people I know playing it, and it looks looks right in line with a call, another Call of Duty game. I think um, I won't be. I won't be too excited to play it on the one, but I'll be more excited to see how it looks and plays on the Series X. For sure. And have they said whether or not that's going to be available, like Series X version, day and date with the I, Series I, X? I believe that it is launch day, yeah. And that is crazy, and that's going to be the topic of our show. Not that we're getting to it quite yet, but uh, just a few more weeks, and we will have the new consoles in our hands. And actually, you guys will. We'll see about me. Kenny's got the Series X lined up. Tyler's got the PS5, and I have got Zilch. So I you got a new PC. Field. I got a new <laughs> PC. Very, very true. So that is going to keep me satiated as well as the plethora of other options I have. So I'm not too worried if I don't snag one day one. It'll be good to just watch some reviews of Demon Souls, which is really mm-hmm. the only title that I'm like, oh my god, I got to play that, and that's the only place where I can. Um, so yeah. I want to touch on. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I pre-ordered Demon Souls. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, physical copy or like a digital <laughs> deluxe type thing? Uh, physical copy. Cool. So, game I finished up that I've talked about on the show, I think the past two weeks, but I finally hit the or rolled credits. Is Crash Four? It's about time. And I pretty much am where I was in the previous times except for i will say that the difficulty by the end had me just like one level a day that's all i can do <laughs> like the la- the last uh map or i guess like you know the, the game has sort of a super mario world or crash bandicoot one style progression where you're just in an overworld going from level to level sometimes there's a little side level here and I was dying dozens of times. I'm like, I'm not embarrassed, or I am embarrassed to say, but <laughs> I'm just being transparent with the audience. Like, this game is very challenging. So, if you're not into that, maybe it's something that you can <laughs> skip. But if you if you like the original Crash games and you want to see a faithful yet uh, kind of balls out sequel, play it because like the like the you, you know the famous sequences in crash where you are running towards the screen either from a boulder or from what have you mm-hmm. yep very just sort of quintessential crash there's one where you're running from a dinosaur on one of the last levels where the dinosaur is so aggressive and even on like the last <laughs> jump you feel like you're in the clear and you made it to the last ledge he will take a huge jump and take a bite out of you and you got to do it all over again and that got to a point where I, I think it took me 42 tries. It's just hmm. like serious precision. And I'm sure Tyler would probably beat it in less. And you probably would too, Kenny. You're no, close. not even. I suck at platforming games. Like anything like Crash Bandicoot, like that's, there's a reason I'm not playing it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I thought I was good at these types of games. I mean, like Mario Odyssey, I feel like I'm pretty solid at. And. Raymond Legends, pretty pretty good at that one as well. 2D Mario games, I'm so-so. But just 3D in general, I've always felt like that was, you know, it's what I was raised on. It's what I originally, my first game ever was Crash Bandicoot 2. So I thought I was like, eh, people are saying it's tough. I bet it won't be that tough for me. I was I was wrong. It's definitely a humbling experience. And I was saying to Tyler, and I was saying just in the Discord in general, it's 100%ing this game would take me months, if not, years like it's it just the amount of content in the game is super impressive like the game tells you right after you roll credits there's still so much to do and they're right um there's just many things to unlock many secrets to find it is dense um it is certainly worthy of the full price tag uh, i i do think that the difficulty might be a little much for some and a little much for kids but you know, it brings back the challenge. Back in the day, it was, it was you had bragging rights when you beat certain games. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I beat it and I grind, grinded for 200 hours and now I have the best possible loadout. It was like, no, if you saw credits, that was something in itself to be proud of, which, you know, it brings back. So another one down, 27 for the year for me. So, nice. <laughs> 
not quite on track to hit 42 like I did in 2019, but maybe maybe things will turn around and I'll play some short indie ones or something. Looking good. Yep. All right. So like I said earlier, we got the consoles coming out real soon. PS5 did a big user interface preview video. Xbox Series X, all the final previews are going up on all the outlets. People have had it in their homes for weeks. Lots of impressions to give. But why don't we start with the PS5, which they've been very secretive about what it's actually going to look like when you turn the console on, what uh, the cycling through the menus is going to be, what new features they're adding. And there are some. And some of them seem like they could be pretty significant, especially for content creators or for socially active folks that like to you know, maybe be playing a certain game, still chatting with another friend while they're playing their own game and just being able to quickly hop into matches. It all seemed pretty intuitive from, from what I gathered. So why don't we go step-by-step step, uh, all the things that were revealed. The cards. The cards are these sort of square-shaped. You can see them up on screen. Thank you, Tyler, for putting them up. Uh, boxes that highlight things like uh, trophy progress, um, whether or not a certain update has gone through, whether or not there's news stories. So it's sort of like a news feed for each game, maybe personalized to the player a little bit. Um, what did you think of this initial look at the cards in particular? Kenny, who's the PlayStation skeptic? Honestly, I really, I really like it a lot better. Um, I definitely did not like the PS4 UI, as I've grimaced to you guys multiple times about, like I've complained about. Um, so I actually like the direction they're going with it, and I do think that the cards look look very good, and I and I like the idea behind it. Yep, I think that the percentage thing is sort of taken from Xbox, mm -hmm. but a certain th a smart thing to implement uh, as yeah. far as the trophy completions. Um, it seems like there are certain parts of the game that you can just jump right to, and thanks to the SSD, it's not going to take very much time at all. Whether that's completing a sort of challenge that a developer has inserted or I'm sure that'll be up to a game by game basis on what they actually look like. They showcased Sackboy, a big adventure quite a bit in this video. So we got a good look at that game as well as the way they're implementing the new features. Um, let's see, in addition to cards, there's also a news card. Which, yeah, so I think like the I, I think things like the news cards, like those are going to be more uh, like user tailored. Um, so you are able to kind of like select what types of news you want to be able to receive, like in that card. Um, but everything else just kind of seemed like more game oriented and being able to jump in and out from trophies and get like quick tips and things like that. Yeah which was another pretty big thing. And, and something they mentioned during the stream was if you're stuck on a certain part and you need a hint, you don't want to pull out your phone and skim through a 12 minute video to find a five second section, like myself and so many others have done countless times throughout this generation, you can opt to get a hint. And I doubt Demon Souls is going to have these. I hope not. But <laughs> <Can> you imagine? <laughs> for other games, I think it's going to be a welcome uh, addition. And I don't know if Microsoft has a similar thing planned. Probably. I know that Stadia, it was the first one to sort of introduce that concept. But that's Stadia. And I don't know how well it's doing, but I don't think it's very well. And let's see, what else we got? Screen sharing, picture in picture with your friend's game while you chat. I briefly touched on it earlier. I think this was the most exciting feature to us, where you can just sort of throw somebody else's so you're like hey man i'm about to check take on this boss screen share with me watch me do it just in a very sort of seamless and uh fast way seems like a neat new feature seems next gen something that you know you could screen share or you could request to watch other people's gameplay but it never was snappy it, it never was overlaid over the game you were playing it just sort of it was a feature that was nice, but it didn't quite feel fully fleshed out. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, I looked at it, too, as kind of a way to, for, like, content creators, like, if they wanted to kind of showcase, easily showcase 
um like a maybe they're doing like a, a speed run contest or something with a friend and so they can both kind of like ah. share each other's screen do like picture in picture so like both people are kind of like on like a stream or a recorded video content or something like that um and that, that might be a cool way to be able to record your screen and be able to show the progress between people at the same time yeah i hadn't thought about it from the speedrun aspect and i definitely the first thing that came to mind was oh it would have been great for when we were doing the ghost of tsushima stories mm-hmm. that way you actually see what both players are doing i don't know if you'll be able to change the size make it half and half or or what but it's mm-hmm. definitely something that i'm sure they'll implement on as you know updates go across the life yeah cycle of the yeah PS5. it seemed it seemed like there was an option where you could either do picture in picture or you could kind of pin it to the side um i think there was like another example that they showed when something like was into the side um i think it's something like something like this um what's on the screen now is it's pinned to the side um i'm not exactly sure how that would work with a a full like gameplay because there's just like a lot of extra stuff here Mm -hmm. there's like text and they also talked about how the interface is really built for 4K TVs. Not that it won't work on a 1080p monitor, but I think that it sort of had a minimalism that is only really pops on a 4K TV because of its detail. Um, and one question I wanted to raise is that they had no mentions of any sort of customization options as far as theme goes. Uh, dynamic themes has been something that PlayStation has had over Xbox this entire generation. And I'm wondering if they start out not having that type of stuff, just having a cohesive, everybody's got the same type of look and operating system, at least out the gate for the PS5. Do we? Do you think we're going to be seeing, you know, Destruction All-Stars themes on day one or are we gonna have to wait for that i mean that's definitely an uh an interesting question because what i'm gonna pull up pull up now and show from from their video is how they kind of like have it like built out like you're able to see like this big kind of like background image like on your home screen depending on like kind of mm-hmm. what what you're hovered over um and i think they also mentioned how something how like how the playstation store um currently how the PlayStation store you have to like actually click into it and then you're set, sent to kind of like a whole other like area whereas now mm-hmm. I, I think they mentioned that the, the PlayStation store is like you can just like click down into the like from your home screen and then boom you're in the PlayStation store you're not like getting sent anywhere right i thought that was the next thing i was going to mention which is a pretty sizable change so just having that always there having that temptation to like, i just don't even have to click on the store. I just press down on the D-pad and I can purchase that upgrade mm-hmm. or that skin. Um, I, I'm going to miss, I guess, the old PlayStation Store. I, I like I like the uh, different tabs, the deals, the what's new, the free-to-play. I thought it all worked pretty well. So the fact that it's changing quite a bit gives me a little bit of pause, but hopefully it's it works out um, and allows games to be showcased in the same type of way that they... I think pretty effectively were before you know like they would highlight smaller indie games or you know sometimes it would be you know the free playstation plus fortnite skins or something so it wasn't mm-hmm. always you know giving the putting the word out about inside or shovel knight or something like that but i i did like the store so part of me is like don't fix what wasn't broken but i do, i We'll see. You know, they're they're going for big changes as far as the UI goes, um, which Xbox is taking a little bit more of a if it ain't broke, don't fix it type approach. Uh, we got a big time slew of previews. Every sort of major video game outlet was like, these are our final thoughts on the Xbox One X. And, you know, I mainly looked at IGNs. Ryan McCaffrey has been their Xbox guy for many years now. And he gave impressions on several different games that he's been playing. Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Dirt, and Yakuza, Like a Dragon. These are all games that are going to be playable, of course, on the Xbox One as well as the Series X. 
so not necessarily fully optimized to take control uh, of the 12 giga, gigaflops of power. Teraflops, teraflops. So, Kenny, reading these previews, and they don't necessarily have to be this IGN one, what are you feeling about the Series X, and uh, what are you most excited about just getting in your hands in a few weeks? Um, honestly, it's just... Uh... The faster load times and the quick resume of the game. Sometimes, like I feel like sometimes, it's just swapping between games. Just you know, becomes a it kind of just throws me off, and I'm some it kind of disencourages me of even sw swapping games. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what, I'm just gonna watch an anime. I'm not I'm not gonna waste the time flipping between games right now. I'm not even mm -hmm. sure which game I want to play. Sometimes I just want to jump between games and, see, and feel which one I want to play tonight. And the load times and all of that just kind of kills it for me. So I'm actually excited for that right, you know, right away. Um, I know the UI hasn't changed too much on it. So, but I think that's because they're always working on the UI with the Xbox. So the UI is always ever changing. Yep. So they just implemented this recent change to the UI. Is not that long. I think it's with the last update we just received, and that's the one we're heading into the Series X with. Mm -hmm. So the I I actually believe the UI currently on the Xbox One is the one that we will see with maybe some minor adjustments on the Series X. Right. Yeah, I think that uh, it it looks good. Like I'm not. A, I don't think it's quite as clean and next gen looking as the PS5 one, but I think the quick resume is a huge feature that. Every, everybody's been very positive about so far. It really works as advertised, being able to swap, I think it's five games at a time. Yeah. And have it just boot up just within seconds. So you can be, you know, playing Warzone with a buddy and, you know, he goes to the bathroom and you can try to clear that next section in Celeste real quick. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there are many practical uses for it. And I think that's an interesting point you put up about with just sort of, I don't know really what I want to play tonight. And, you kind of have that paralysis of choice. You're like, well, whatever I pick, I got to stick with it because if I don't, then we have to save it, close it out, open the new game, and that takes a couple minutes. And just having it right there is definitely a big, we've said it a lot on this podcast, quality of life upgrade. Um, and yeah, there's been some kerfuffles about how hot the consoles are running and the Xbox Series X, oh, it's so hot. and if that's really not the case, it seems like from people that are in the know, you know, it gets up to, I can't remember the actual temperatures, but it seems to be a lot ado about nothing. It seems like the PS5 okay. is actually running even a little hotter than the Series X. Um, one thing I was happy to hear is that, uh, and I haven't heard this about PS5 because Sony's been a little bit close to the chest about giving out the actual final hardware, uh, but the Series X is reportedly very quiet. It's got that big fan in there, and the industrial design is seeming to be paying off from from its performance. So, I'm looking forward to both of the consoles. I think I've you know said before I got to give the slight edge to the PS5, but uh, and that is partially because I'm locked in forever to Game Pass because now that I got the PC, still got the <laughs> One X, they will have my 14.99 a month until <laughs> who knows when. And yeah, that's really just the state of the console gaming space right now. There, there's mm -hmm. just so much choice and so much different sort of perspectives on the best way to meet the gamers' desires. So, yeah. Have... Kenny, are you We're disappointed lucky. at all that there is no like real, like big time, like Xbox exclusives at launch? No, I'm not too disappointed. Um, I feel as though, you know, half the time, sometimes I miss out on some of these exclusive in the exclusivity window. Um, you know, I'm not, and sometimes I pick up a ton of games and sometimes I don't. So I'm actually glad there's no, there's no huge exclusives. And even at that, I have Game Pass Ultimate, so I would have had it. I thank God. Um, but nah, you know, because I, I feel like. This is maybe my first time having the console at launch. Most of the time, I get it a couple months after. Mm -hmm. So it'll be the same for me, like always. And normally, you know, 
normally end up picking up exclusives when they're dropping like three, four, five months after. I think I had picked up my Xbox One when after, I want to say a couple months after Rise came out on it. You guys remember Rise? Yeah, yeah, I remember Rise. It's got a kind yeah. of a that was like cult, the cult fan base. Uh, yep, hey, that was the the what is it the Roman whatever game, Gladiator game. Gladiator yeah, game. It was pretty good, pretty good. I enjoyed it. I played through it. Quick game. Story isn't too long. Actually, I believe it might be on Game Pass. Probably. Yeah, I think it is. And yeah, that's one of the that's a very launch title type very of game. Very launch that, title. That we're not seeing this time around due to, you know, Phil Spencer's philosophy with we don't want to leave players behind, we believe in choice, and all of that jazz. Nope. Yeah, I do and think I know it's... something I just wanted to make a quick point that uh something else that they've they have been boasting about is like the the optimized games running at like sixty frames per second and hundred and twenty hertz modes. I mean that's that's good and all, but I mean how many people are actually gonna have TV monitors that are going to be able to support like 120 hertz and all that. Yeah, I think that's more future proofing it. Like, come two, three years from now, we're going to be seeing that as more of a common thing. I think just the overall boost mode is exciting. Going back to whatever, everybody, the most common example is people want 60 FPS Bloodborne uh, because that game is somewhat choppy, even after all these years, and the PS4 Pro never really got a proper patch. So, it remains to be seen, I think, on how wide-ranging these boosts are to you know our most favorite games this generation. But I, w- I would definitely go back to you know Red Dead Redemption Two with 60 frames in 4K and improved textures and ray tracing. Like that, that's a huge update. That if the console can just implement with the dev- developers not putting in that much extra work is exciting. And I think it speaks to how games are at a place now where we're not expecting a major gameplay feel change. It's really just straight from a technical aspect. Like it's not like jumping from PS2 to PS3 where, or Xbox to Xbox 360 where worlds were much larger and, yep. um, you know, the, the realism was substantially upgraded. Like, of course they, that's still there, but it's it's not at a point like the the people in Call of Duty can only look so real, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're already already at a place where the realism is pretty uh, striking to, to to people that are you know casual observers. Like, see somebody playing two K twenty, like what what game are you watching? Who's playing? Oh oh, that's a video game. Like, yeah yeah. Like yeah. every time I see the the two K twenty one trailer, I'm like blown away by like how detailed it looks. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It does look pretty awesome, and that that sports games have always had an upper hand early on in a generation because you know going especially PS2, how big was Madden in two thousand yeah. two thousand one? That was like one of the must have titles with Gran Turismo and Tekken or an SSX. Like they they be the graphical upgrade is a big deal as far as racing games and sports games in particular. I think so. I wonder if they'll have that continued level of wow factor with the uh, release of 2k21 on next gen from, from the trailers it definitely looks like it like that damian lillard and that steph curry like steph curry finally looks like he actually looks in real life which you know he's i think they've struggled with his <laughs> his likeness yeah <laughs> yeah man those unskippable ads are gonna be so enticing oh yeah so so we talk about, i didn't read about that i just saw the headlines there's they just recently introduced some unskippable ads one month into 2k21 Yup. Do you have 2K21? No. Honestly. <laughs> uh, and you know, I'm just I'm I'm at the point where I'm like Madden after after diving in three weeks of it into it and just being disappointed after initially feeling good and then just having all the flaws hammered into me mm-hmm. across the weeks. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna wait for the next gen counterparts to both these games. True, which are seventy bucks. We should mention. It seems like there's been uh, some back and forth on what PS4 or PS5 games are going to cost. Some are opting for the sixty-nine, some for the fifty-nine, some for the forty-nine, as in Spider-Man, Miles Morales. But uh, yeah, it's it's exciting times. In a couple months, we'll we'll have new impressions of hardware, first looks at next-gen games. 
So make sure everybody stays tuned to Level With You. And that's the way I just sneakily end the show. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Nice. nice. Thanks. All so right. please, yeah, subscribe, like, ring the bell. Yada, yada, yada. We'll be back next week. Be back next week. Bye.